What is up, everybody? This is Brayden from Flint Mastering, and I am the host and content curator of the Mixing Music Podcast exclusive episodes. And today we have for you an exclusive archive, which means you're going to hear an exclusive episode that DK and I recorded almost a year ago. You're going to have the chance to hear what our exclusive episodes are all about and how much fun and learning goes on between me and DK as we discuss technical tips and important techniques in relation to producing music mixing, and mastering. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to be a part of the exclusive content we provide twice a week, you can do so by heading over to mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash exclusive. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And we couldn't do this podcast without you. I hope you enjoy this episode of the exclusive archives. And with that, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. Welcome to the Mixing Music Podcast, member exclusive episodes. I'm your host, James Dean Mixes, and I'm here with the man DK and the man Braden Flint from Flint Mastering, who has a very deep hatred for Panorama Mastering. Braden, would you like to explain your case? Yep, it's true. He's a liar and he's bad at his job. And his accent's not real. His accent's not real. I met him. He's not from Australia. He's a fake-ass phony. Let's get this fraud out of here, all right? <laughs> get him have out you of ever the music seen scene. And for no, have and you for seen anybody, him in person in Australia? For, I have not. Yeah, he, he doesn't exist. He's, yeah, he's kind of like the lunar landing, you know? we It's fake, actually. It was all <laughs> It's all on film. It's AI. Yeah, no, but AI. I know for a fact, and before anybody is like, this, these guys are just shit-talking, uh, before... Okay, Nicholas DiLorenzo, Panorama Mastering. We both met him in person at the same time. And we both know he is actually just a really dope human being. He's he a really dope human being. So It's all a joke. I'm just yeah. making a joke. I don't joke. know if he's anybody could tell. Yeah, he's very good. He's very nerdy in a good way. He's Yeah, he's very good at explaining things. Yeah, sure. he's a fucking nerd in the best possible way ever. Um, he's also yeah. really insanely into coffee. Really? Yeah, yeah that's like his that. hobby. It's like he's like like if he is a little standoffish or like a little gatekeepy on anything, it's like coffee. But he is also from <laughs> Melbourne, so it's like apparently they got a big coffee culture out there. Interesting. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. He's like he's like we went to a bunch of like coffee shops and he's like, "Ah, this is okay." He's just like, yeah, this is back at home. <laughs> the better side, like, okay, Nick, okay. <laughs> he was, if there's anything I didn't like, it was that he was a snob about coffee. <laughs> he's and like jittering. He's it. like, he's like jittering. He's like, yeah, this single shot. <laughs> just kidding i actually just to make it clear i have no ill feelings towards him i'm just kidding I yeah really i don't like know him. if anybody does except braid no yeah. i'm just kidding uh <laughs> but That'd anyway let's get into fake this internet beef yeah fake well he, i think he started actual fake internet beef with uh busyworks i couldn't tell if it was oh, real or not because they're both like really smart people and there's like some beef and i couldn't tell mm. like busyworks i like, called him out on it for copying his youtube or like he Nick made a video and BusyWorks made the same video on accident because that's what the AI suggestion told him he should make a video on. And it turned out to be exactly the same video. And he called him out on it and there was some like beef for a little while. It was like lasted for three days. I wonder if it was on purpose. They're both smart huh. enough and intelligent enough to have it be totally on purpose. And I know that they've talked. 
And they've like, Nick okay. has like asked for it, feedback, advice, and like has been like mentored at one point by BusyWorks. So it's like, yeah, I think it was, I think it was on purpose. People don't forget that sometimes beef is on purpose. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's get um, into this episode. The, this is a yeah, good episode. Yeah, the reason the reason that we were talking about uh, him is because the clip t- today is from his YouTube channel. He was doing a, a tier list of different tips that people say, and he ranks two particular tips in very different matters, and we're going to talk about why in a sec. So roll the clip. Next one, it kills me. It's cutting the lows for loudness, and it gets the trash can. Because as a blanket statement, it will always be trash to me to cut the lows unless there's an actual problem down there. You're losing energy that is part of the track. The next one here is clipping into a limiter. Now, this is pro level, okay? You get the benefit of the clipping. You get a little bit of extra from the limiter. You just get a little bit extra so you don't hear that pumping. And that is pro level. Okay, to recap the video real quick, he gave the lowest tier ranking to the idea that you could just do a high pass filter and cut out the low ends and that will help you get louder mixes or masters. But he gave very high ranking to the idea of using a clipper before your limiter. And he said that will help you get great loudness. Um, DK, what were your thoughts on this? So number one, I do think um, we're going to take a note from some of the other episodes. I think part of the reason why he put it at the low tier is because as a mastery engineer, the mix was done on purpose. Like your job is not to to remove low end. Your job is to, it's not even to make it louder, although that's part of your job. <clears throat> so like the idea that you would remove low end in order to make it louder is just a really bad way of thinking, especially for a mastery engineer. Like that should be thought of in the production and mixing stage, potentially not in the mastering stage. Um, <clears throat> also, if you ever notice, like pay attention whenever you use fab filter or any type of thing where you high pass the audio, you actually potentially not just lose that low end, that sub sub frequency stuff, like the super sub frequency. Um, but you also like it, it changes the phase in a way that you can lose a little bit more than that. Like it, it can kind of kill the character a little bit, like a, a noticeable amount, a noticeable practical amount, because I know that I'm all for like, there's things that like you can't really notice, but this is one of those things that if you pay attention a little bit, you can notice. Um, and I think that it's, if, if it wasn't given to you with a high pass filter on, like in most cases, you shouldn't default to doing that. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I would say, yeah, at most like what I, something I have done that has sounded good, like a notable amount of times is more of doing like a low shelf. Um, like the, the tilt EQ, by Mixland Audio has a really good like low shelf that you could use to kind of do instead of that. The mix I did yesterday, I did that um, and it bought me like a bunch of headroom and I was able to make my mix sound great and it didn't sacrifice or compromise any any of the low end. Um, but something else that he talked about, so he talked about how that was bad, uh, it's he talked about using a clipper before your limiter. Uh, this is something I think I do on like almost every mix. It, it helps to get a lot of that loudness. Um, I use, I just started using, um, they sent us a trial. So, uh, not a trial, they sent us, uh, what's the word? Not demo. The people who do gold clip, they, they sent us their plugin to try out. So that there's that for transparency, but I've been really liking it, but I've been using the gold clip into the L2 limiter and it sounds great. It helps get that little bit of, of loudness. Yeah, this is from there. Schwab, Schwab Digital. We are, we have been sponsored by Schwab Digital to talk about 
their gold pl- plugin. Um, we will talk about it on the main free podcast. That's our deal with them. But we got some NFRs from them. Sounds great. Any sort of clipping in general. I mean, there's like some like uh, soft clippers and like hard clippers and everything in between. Um, they do sound different. Clippers, I think all three of us, Braden, you too, you clip. We clipping into a mix bus or clipping into a final fader is really, really great. Clippers do sound different from limiting and compression where it lowers the amplitude. Clipping literally just cuts off the head of it. Um, so it sounds different and you maintain a level of uh, perceived punch and perceived dynamics. So I yeah. think it's overall the problem. The takeaway is that you add actual, like audible, fizzy distortion. So you have to be careful with yeah. it, but um, it can give you a little bit of headroom for sure. Yeah, dude, sometimes you could get away with like chopping quite a bit off. You can, like especially on an individual like, track. Not audible. Yeah, especially yeah. on an individual track level. Yeah. Yeah, no, that works quite, really well. Yeah, like you can you can clip like five dBs of a hi-hat, but like, or like an 808 hi-hat and like um, trap hats in general. And like nobody would be able to tell because it's mostly just white noise anyway. So it's yeah. like... Um, so it's it's just something to think about, something to consider. Uh, another thing too, with like the low end, I do think that with the low end thing, that is something like as a mixer, I think it's okay to high pass or like change the low end significantly, but it's specifically at a mastering level, um, it's not okay. But I want to know what Braden thinks about the low end as well as the clipping. Who cares? That's what I think. Come on, stop, stop. <laughs> Come on, just because right, you're leaving DK. the pod. Just kidding. No, DK I'm just kidding. Off. That's all. You know what I was thinking about today? I don't know what happened, but a month or two ago, I just had this shift where I've just become a real negative Nancy, haven't I? And I'm sorry. I apologize. It's okay. Uh, we all have. Yeah, it's because you guys are huge pieces of shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I do apologize. I feel like I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, uh, in terms of the low end, well, let me talk about Clippers first. So we're not sponsored by or uh, whatever by this company, but a company called Submission Audio makes a clipper that is called Flatline. And that is the one I use for everything. It's like 90 bucks, I think. It was designed, if I understand correctly, I could be wrong. I think it was designed by a guy who does mastering for metal music so he needed something that he could really clip a lot with that wasn't going to like blow up the music because like a lot of metal and like hard rock is like minus five minus four lufs it's just like ridiculously loud um and so i remember seeing him use it for a demo and it was crazy how much gain reduction he had on that thing and there was no distortion so i was like okay i gotta try this so i bought it and it's been the same deal for me. That's the clipper I always use. Uh, and I think I, I've never sent a song out like this before, but I have like tested to see how far you could push it before things start to break up. And I think the most I've ever got was like minus nine or minus 10 dB of gain reduction on a master before the song started to kind of distort and come apart. Uh, nice. I, and, I'm looking at it right now. So it's about 110 bucks right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of discount, but it looks like normally it's 140 bucks. Um, yeah. And uh, it looks like it's also a hybrid. You can you can do not just clipping, but you can also limit with it. So, and they have like a hybrid option where you can do both limiting and clipping in a single plugin. And it looks it. They stole the look from the Fab Filter Pro O2. It looks the exact same as that plugin. Yeah, but, it does. Um, 
Yeah, like, and if you go into the presets in it, a lot of them are, they say things like, super loud and clean, minus 12 dB. And if you load that preset up, it literally will be like minus 12 dBs of gain reduction. And these are settings coming from like professional mixing and mastering engineers that are like using this thing. So that's my plug for Flatline. I think it's really great. I I usually do compression. If I do compression, I do it into the clipper and then into the limiter because I don't want the compression to like squash the whole song like I've talked about. I just don't think really compressed songs sound very good. So I like to use compression just to get like 2 dBs of gain reduction on like the big peaks. And then from there, then I go into the clipper to clip anything else that the compressor might not be catching and really push the volume so that then you've got kind of like that flat waveform going into the limiter so you can make it louder. Um, so again, I agree with Nick, clipping into a limiter is pro level. Uh, you get the best of both worlds. In terms of cutting the low end just for loudness, uh, you know, he says like, as a blanket statement, it gets the trash can. I agree with that. I think, and I was talking about this with a friend the other day in regards to a totally different industry. I think the reason that this gets thrown out all the time as like, do this every time is because people want a band-aid or a one-size-fits-all solution for very specific problems. So each and every mix is different, so you need to treat it differently. But I think a lot of people, unfortunately, are lazy. And with the speed of projects that come through and the speed of society and the speed of releasing music and all that, people are looking for this one-size-fits-all, like, I can just do this every time so I can get through my mixes quicker. And I think that's what cutting the low end for loudness is in mastering. It's like a quick fix that like, yeah, sure, you can do it. It might not have a huge impact on the overall song. It will change it like DK said, but it's something that you can just like, oh yeah, I don't want to think about this. So, and that's what it is. But uh, again, I agree with James and I've talked about this many, many times. I think a low shelf is much better. And uh, I really only do a low shelf up to about like 18 or 19 dB anyway, just when I start to hear the very, very touches of rumbling in the low end. So if you're going to cut the low end, if you're going to use a high pass filter, like we always say, just make sure it's intentional. Uh, I don't think it sounds great, but if you want to do it, just make sure it's intentional. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my thought on that. I, I totally agree with what Nick said too. Don't cut it unless there's an actual problem down there. 100% agree. I actually have a quick question for you guys too. Um, it was on my thoughts after I after I found this clip. Are are there specific types of EQs that would work better to do this with? Because I know I, I sometimes see an EQ that says a mastering EQ or something like that. Is it just they would handle it better than just like using a Pro Q or? I am gonna say no. Uh, I don't really care. I use the Fab Filter Pro Q3 on everything, and I think DK and I have talked before calling something mastering grade usually is a marketing tactic. Uh, the only oh, thing... Cool. I just didn't know. Yeah, yeah. the only thing that I've seen different... Like, for example, if you take the uh, Massive Passive EQ and you change it from regular to mastering grade, all it does is it changes the like high-pass and low-pass filters you have available on it, and then it will change uh, how incremental the um, Q and the gain are. When you go, Like, you change the frequency and then you want to change the Q and the the gain on it all it does is change the little increments on that it doesn't sound any better it doesn't have some special converters it doesn't have anything the other one doesn't it's just a little more precise so in my opinion i think you can use whatever eq you want 
to go into a clipper or a limiter or to, or excuse me, to cut the low end. Um, if you're going to do that, I, I personally don't think it really matters. DK could disagree with me though. Clipper into a limiter? No, no, no. Uh, what the EQ you use, does the EQ you use to cut the low end on a master matter? Like if it says it's a mastering EQ versus not. What is a mastering EQ? Exactly. I think it's more about, yeah, I think it's more about like, it's, it's, it's in like all the pots are dented or indented or whatever, where they stop rather than they're infinitely, what is it called? Oh, I'm missing words today. Words are not coming into my mind. Anyway, yeah, no, I don't know what a mastering EQ is. So um, just use whatever, just be careful with it. I like the idea that you said it's like, it's not about doing it. It's about most people are not intentional with it. I like that. Yeah. Awesome. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, don't do mastering if you're not a mastering engineer. Lol, that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> just just kidding. No, that's that's a joke. <laughs> that's crazy kidding. because I literally like do it myself most of the time. Well, we've all I lo- heard I love your it. playlist, so... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. You are negative, Nancy, today. (laughs) Holy hell. I'm really in rare form lately. You are in rare form today. Something Something is in the water. uh, You're like being an asshole today, and I don't know how to react to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, usually you're funny. Usually you're funny. That was very hurtful that you said that to me, James, so let's wrap it up. Well, on that note, thank you everyone for listening. (laughs) I I got a good sign out. You have a good sign. All right. We, we, we very much appreciate you guys and um, all that you do. Feel free to, you could always reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions or input or critiques or you just want to tell me about how good my voice sounds when it's in your little ears. Um, feel free to visit us at the mixingmusicpodcast.com slash sponsors to look at some goodies and some discounts you could get. Without further ado, DK, sign us off. Today's golden tip. And I know today's golden tip is probably something along the lines of, you know, talk to someone, do some therapy. (laughs) And that's funny because I know Braden and I are actively in therapy. Right, dude? Are you in therapy right now? Unfortunately. Holy, what is, I thought we were talking about not being negative. What? You're just done. I'm sorry. I am in therapy. Yes, I am. It's great. I love it. Okay. You don't have to lie. I'm going to find a different therapist. That's why I said, unfortunately, but whatever. Uh, Okay. Okay. Well, I'm having Uh, a great time. I'm having like that. I'm like realizing a lot of things about myself. And the cool thing is I was reading this book recently about um, raising emotionally mature children and making sure that children are, are raised as much as like, it's, I mean, we can't control them, but like trying to raise them in a healthy environment. And the book also like talked about, touched up on like um, not passing on, uh, you know, generational trauma and generational malpractices. Um, and the one of the best ways to not pass those on is through therapy. So without therapy, you may accidentally fuck up your own kid just like you're fucked up. So uh, go get some therapy. Just talk to somebody. It's, it's, and by the way, music, it may be therapeutic. Talking to your friends may be therapeutic, but it's not therapy. And there's a difference. So that's some actual useful advice, like something that I'm really big on like mental health, especially from among chaotic creatives, like among us men and women out here, man, it's tough. And it's only going to get tougher unless you get some therapy. So this episode has been brought to you by BetterHelp. No, I wish. 
I wish. <laughs> uh, also, most insurances, uh, depending on your insurance, you should call your insurance provider because most of the time, mental health prevention and therapy is um, covered by your insurance. So like once a week, hour long uh, therapy should be covered by most people's insurances. So give your give your insurance a call, see if it's covered and and call uh get an appointment today. Get your life in order. This is the longest sign off. Happy mixing my friends to stay saucy. It's important. It's yeah. important. Happy mixing my friends to stay saucy. Hey, what up? It's DK. Thank you so much for listening to the Mixing Music Podcast. I just want to do a quick plug. Did you know that I write kids' books? If you have children, nieces, nephews, I have books that are totally available for free or $10 on Amazon for physical copies. You can go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash kidsbooks to get access and learn more about that. Thank you for all of your support. Now let's get back to the show. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Come join our Discord. The Mixing Music Discord server is filled with tons of awesome information and people. People that can help you out and information that can help you grow your business and to help you improve your mixes. So come join us and find the invitation link at mixingmusicpodcast.com.